Welcome back to Life Goals in Progress. I'm Coley. I am the founder of Life Goals Collective, lifegoalsmag.com. Check us out if you are not familiar with the online mag side of the biz. Um, Today, I want to talk about getting in your own way of your goals with the story that you tell yourself. So I posted a group of quotes this week, earlier this week, and I wanted to talk about specifically one of the quotes in there because it's the one that has been the most shared. Um, And it is, the only thing standing between you and your goal is the story you keep telling yourself. This is from Jordan Belfort. And I think it is such an important thing because the way that we talk to ourselves and the way that we see ourselves in terms of what we can accomplish makes such a difference in how we go about these goals and how we show up in our lives. So I have been really working on this because it's truly such a fascinating thing just witnessing how you speak about your goals and yourself and your capabilities. Sometimes you're not even aware of it until you're having a conversation with someone else and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I didn't even know I had so much self-doubt around this. And a lot of times we think like, oh, I'm still going to go about my goals. So it doesn't really matter that I don't believe that I'm going to achieve them or I have these caveats around what how I think that I can achieve this goal like oh you know um I'm not really good at swimming but I'm gonna give it a try anyway like we'll see how it goes kind of thing and I think we do this in order to seem humble or something sometimes and I mean that's okay but I generally think that if we have the confidence We need to be okay with expressing that both to ourselves and to others. There's a really popular quote that goes, whether you think that you can or you can't, you're right. Something like that. And I think it's so true. Like whether you believe that you can achieve something or whether you don't believe it, it's going to be how it turns out. Because I will, I'm used to listen to so many different business people talk about their success journey. And a lot of times it would be, you know, from childhood, this person really always was entrepreneurial and just had a certain mindset. And for a long time, I was like kind of bitter around this. And I still am a little bit because I'm like, I just wasn't like that. That wasn't my mindset. But I was thinking like, this is why I get so envious because I see how successful they are now. And I'm like, wow, they always had this mindset. And I just feel like I can't really relate to it. But honestly, mindset is such a trainable thing. It is not something that you need to be born feeling. But with that, it is less natural for you if you haven't had this mindset since you were a child. So it's like reprogramming yourself to have these new beliefs of yourself. Like give yourself some credit if you didn't grow up immediately believing in yourself or having a family that instilled that in you because it's a lot of how you were raised. And if you're, you know, a family had insecurities around it or just didn't have experience in the thing that you want to achieve, you might have more insecurity around that or just not have that mindset it's the same with like money right like you are raised in a certain way and you have certain beliefs around money so a lot of times you adopt those beliefs in adulthood and it's just more difficult to get out of it but it's not impossible 
I think this is why I'm passionate about the delusional mindset of, you know, believing that you can do anything and just literally being delusional about it because it's like, who cares if you don't? That is the thing that I think we get so stuck on. It's like, what if I fail? Like, what will people think if I, you know, try for this thing and then it turns out it didn't work out? And I have been in this place many times, honestly, where people could absolutely be so embarrassed for me in my past. So for example, I quit my job in the past and thought I was going to move to DC with my ex who was my boyfriend at the time. And we'd been together for six years. So this wasn't a really wild thought, but I had a dream and a plan and, you know, wanted to do this. And I also had a plan and vision for my career when I, when I left and I made that decision for myself, I had a game plan for myself and what I wanted. I was doing it for me and I wasn't just doing it for our relationship or for him. I was truly doing it for me. So when I made those choices and things fell through and they didn't work out, I could have been so mortified and embarrassed. Like truly I could have been because so many people knew about this and then they heard about the failure and it could have been so embarrassing for me. But honestly, I knew that the decision I made for myself was right regardless. And it was okay for me to sort of fail if you want to call it that because it wasn't a failure to me. And I think that is the same way you need to approach your goals ideally and living the life that you want to live. For me, the failure is in not following my intuition and my heart and going along with things because I feel like it's the safe route or the comfortable route. That to me is failure. And so I've kind of redefined what failure looks like to me so that it doesn't affect me so much what other people think. And don't get me wrong, like I still definitely care what people think, but in terms of my goals and my personal choices, I really don't. Because at the end of the day, these are my choices for my life that I have to live out. And no one else is really having to live with my choices besides me. And so I also have that choice to believe in these ambitions and believe in the things that I want to create and have plans that I feel good about. But if I'm not going to believe in myself and believe that these things can happen for me, then I am doing myself a disservice because I'm not showing up at the 100% that I may need in order to achieve that and to believe in myself of making these things happen. And if I'm being completely honest, I have been in a slump where I don't think that I have believed in it. And I'm coming back to owning these desires that I have and stepping into the person that I want to become because I feel like I got a little complacent in a way that was like okay to me because life was fine but I stopped dreaming so much and I stopped figuring out what my longer term vision was and being really sure and confident in that it kind of slipped away my vision kind of slipped away for what this looked like and I just sort of got into I don't know, day-to-day life habits, which I just think is how a lot of us operate, you know? It's like you you do your thing day-to-day and you're not really thinking about your goals and your long-term vision anymore and it's just kind of like, mm, you know, like, I don't know, like, life's pretty good, which is fine. 
but I think I lost some of that spark that I had before and I'm really trying to reconnect with who it is that I want to become and how I want to show up in life. And it's okay to lose that for a little bit or to have times where maybe you don't have that confidence in yourself so much anymore. So you need to build it back up. And that's where I'm at. So it's like you got to start with a shorter term plan to believe in yourself again and to know that you are capable of these things because when you let yourself down consistently, I've talked about this a lot, but when you let yourself down again and again, you start to feel more insecure and less capable and like you can't trust yourself. And so really the foundation of going after your dreams and feeling capable of it is being able to trust yourself. And that is through discipline and commitment to yourself. I have really hated that term discipline hardcore for a while but the way that I reposition this in my head is not just the word discipline so much but the word self-commitment because I am committed to myself and keeping my own promises feels so much more empowering to me than the word discipline which I associate with doing things that I don't want to do and I think with self-commitment it's like I'm doing the things that I want for myself and those like little steps those like I don't always feel like it but I'm still honoring myself and that feels way more empowering than just doing things because I need to do them um, to be consistent or whatever. Um, So whatever works for you, but at the end of the day, showing up for yourself is how you build back up that belief in yourself and knowing that when you say something, when you say that you are going to do something, you know that you're going to show up and do that thing. And that is like the most beautiful way to honor yourself and have self-love that I can imagine. So when you're telling that story of yourself, like I am a badass who, when I say things, I mean it and I can trust myself when I say I'm going to show up, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the thing. When you have that, then the story of yourself reflects that, right? You are empowered to believe that you are capable of anything that you set your mind to because you've shown up for yourself. Like you know what it is like to be good to yourself and to give yourself the love that you deserve. And that is so hard to do. Like it truly is so hard to do. Like it's simple, right? Just keeping your promises feels like such an easy thing to do. But a lot of times we also need to be discerning and particular about those things that we decide to give our 100% to because we can't do all the things, right? So it's like, what are those things that I'm going to show up and honor myself in and I have to make sure that I'm going to be able to do that. When I say that I'm going to take it on, I need to actually know that I'm going to do it because my word is important. And that is really honestly such a game changer to be like, okay, I can't just like say yes to everything because I know that if I say yes, I'm going to pull through because that's the kind of person that I am, right? This is a lot of identity stuff. This is like reframing who you are. And I truly think that takes ongoing reflection and making sure that you are doing things that truly honor you instead of just doing things in order to look a certain way or to feel successful by other people's standards. Like that takes so much going back to your core values and 
what it is that you actually want in life and expecting ourselves to get this right right away when we have so many past conditionings is kind of crazy you know like it takes time to figure this out and also you know you're not going to get it right all the time like there are going to be times where you just don't have the energy or you know you overcommitted or you just weren't on the path that you really want to be or it was right at that time but it's not anymore like this is just part of living our lives you know but I think ultimately I want to mostly be able to get it right for myself and also to just trust that I can't do it wrong I think that is such a core value or um thing that I also tell myself is like there are no mistakes like if I decide this one path is my path for now I think it's going to serve me in some way and that is a mindset that I think is really helpful because it it's what you're feeling right now and it can't be wrong because it's going to teach you some kind of lesson that you need so whether or not it works out the way that you hope it will I truly believe that it is what's meant for you in this time period so just take the pressure off of decisions that you make and how you live your life and do what works for you right now with ideally making more choices that align with who you want to be and the kind of person that you want to show up as. So for me these days, this looks like daily journaling in order to connect with this because like I said, this is something I'm really working on. And so tapping back into that ideal persona of how I want to show up and how I want to um, live my life by my own standards and my own desires for my future it takes that personal like reconnection and making sure that I'm aligned with who I want to be and being happy with who I am already. (laughs) All right. I will talk to you guys again soon and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you rated and subscribed and left a review. It really helps the podcast. And if you are interested in our resources, lifegoalsmag.com has tons of resources for personal development and living your best life. And I now have goal sessions. So if you are interested in making an action plan for goals that you've been wanting to do forever, but you haven't mapped out, maybe you feel a little stuck on the game plan and figuring out how to, you know, make it actually achievable for your life. That will be all linked in the description below. And until next time, come chat with us on Instagram at Life Goals Mag.